pilgrims. It's time for your favorite world-traveling, Bible-toting, soul-winning, Satan-hating, tried, tested, and triumphant host, Pastor A.J. Harold. Just a quick reminder to not be weary in well-doing, for as peculiar pilgrims, we're just watching, waiting, and working. Buckle up, and let's ride. The city of Paris is known for many things. Things like the Eiffel Tower, Seine River, the Louvre Museum, Versailles Palace and Gardens, Disneyland Paris, and even walking food tours for you foodies out there. Many Americans would love to take a trip to France and enjoy Paris for a few days or even longer. Because I was stationed at, uh, in England while I was in the military, the cost of the trip was minimal in comparison to those who had to travel from America. My family and I didn't even have to fly. We drove our minivan from Fairford, England to Paris, France by way of a ferry, taking that ferry across the channel that runs between the two countries. Well, of course, we wanted to see all the sights that we could see, but I missed out on much of it because I came down with a very nasty stomach bug. When you go to Paris and you enter into the Louvre Museum, of all that you want to see there, everyone wants to see the Mona Lisa. The Mona Lisa was painted by Leonardo da Vinci and is said to be the best known, the most visited, the most written about, the most sung about, the most parodied work of art in the world. It has been on permanent display at the Louvre in Paris since 1797. And I missed it because I had a stomach sickness. My wife children that were living at the time, my mother and father-in-law, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, and a family friend and his family all got to see it. But I was sick. I had to stay in our room and I missed out. The older I get, the more I realize how valuable memories and moments like that are in this life along this pilgrimage to a far country. The only saving comfort that I have is that I was ill. And I didn't plan that illness with our vacation schedule at all. How about you? Have you ever missed out on something that you looked back on now and you go, you know, I wish I could have a do-over. I believe what may be worse than just looking back wishing you could have a do-over is the fact that some of the opportunities we've missed because we chose to miss it. We literally chose to not do something or say something when the opportunity presented itself. At our church in the greater Los Angeles area, we have been studying in the book of Psalms for a few years now. A few chapters ago, we were in Psalm 81. I'd like to journey through Psalm 81 with you, hoping to encourage you with one specific point of emphasis. I want to say that I only have one point, but my wife always laughs when I say that because it usually takes me about 10 points just to get to that one point. So let's just journey together. Saddle up and let's ride. Wait a minute. Before we ride out, let me remind you 
This is a podcast. It's not a sermon from the pulpit. Meaning, I will just summarize to get to that one point. I'm going to start by simply reading Psalm chapter 81, verses 1 through 7, to set the scene. All right, the Word of God says in Psalm 81, verses 1 through 7, Sing aloud unto God our strength. Make a joyful noise unto the God of Jacob. Take a psalm and bring hither the timbrel, the pleasant harp with the psaltery. Blow up the trumpet in the new moon in the time appointed on our solemn feast day. For this was a statute for Israel and a law of the God of Jacob. This he ordained in Joseph for a testimony when he went out through the land of Egypt, where I heard a language that I understood not. I removed his shoulder from the burden. His hands were delivered from the pots. Thou callest in trouble, and I delivered thee. I answered thee in the secret place of thunder. I proved thee at the waters of Meribah, Selah. So, this passage, it starts with a command to sing aloud unto God and make a joyful noise unto the God of Jacob with various instruments. Verse 4 says that this was a statute for Israel and a law of the God of Jacob. Basically, they were commanded to sing aloud and make a joyful noise, bring some instruments as well, because of the law of the God of Jacob, and it was a statute. The word statute is defined as an act of the legislature commanding or prohibiting something. So telling them to do something or telling them not to do something. That is what a statute is. Pilgrims, the first seven verses of Psalm 81 tell us that the people of God were commanded to sing to the Lord. And verses 5 through 7 reminds us about the provision of God. Specifically, it says, at the waters of Meribah. Now again, this is not a sermon. And I could say much about Meribah. But suffice to say that this is where God's people were given water from the rock in the desert. So far, Psalm 81 is great. Sing and remember how good God has been to you. So let's continue reading. Verses 8 and 9 of Psalm 81 say, Hear, O my people, and I will testify unto thee, O Israel, if thou wilt hearken unto me. There shall no strange God be in thee, neither shall thou worship any strange God. Now, these two verses are very cut and dry. God's people were commanded to not place any lowercase g gods before him, nor worship these strange lowercase g gods. So those two verses are very easy to understand. Put God first, keep God first, no false gods, no worship, don't even allow your name to be there, don't just ignore them completely. No worshiping, no lowercase g gods, no strange gods. So those two verses are very easy. But Psalm 81 verse 10, now this is the key, this is the main thrust of the podcast this week. Psalm 81 10 says, I am the Lord thy God, 
which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. Almighty God just gave a tremendous promise to his people. Psalm 81 opens with, Sing to me, and remember how good I've been to you and your fathers, like the time that I gave water out of the rock. But let me warn you, my people, do not worship any strange lowercase g gods, and don't let them, or excuse me, don't let there be any lowercase g gods in thee. Then, get this, then God says, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. Let's just take some time and apply this truth to today. What Almighty God wants to fill our lives with today, if we would just open our mouths wide and allow him to fill it. First thing we can all be thankful for is salvation. If we would just repent and believe the gospel, he would fill us with his Holy Spirit, sealing us unto the day of redemption. If you do not know for sure that you are born again, that you're saved, that you're going to heaven when you die, please, let's talk about it. You can email me at peculiarpilgrimspodcast at gmail.com or you can even call me at 323-642-9411. Romans 10.13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Can we talk about it? Salvation can be yours today. Another blessing that he will fill us with is found in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. Our lives can be characterized by love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance if we would just open our mouths wide and allow God to fill it. Another blessing is that, you know, of a strong Christian family. I think about so many blessings and and we're going to get to him daily loading us with benefits. But I think about one of the blessings that I have experienced is the fact that I have a strong Christian family. I'm so thankful that my father opened his mouth wide, allowing the Lord to fill it when I was just a little boy. His decision to lead my mom and my brother and sister and to lead me in the ways that we should go has had an eternal impact on my life. I would have never married the love of my life, Sherry, or had my absolutely amazing 12 children or whatever else God has in store in the road ahead. Pilgrims, there are so many benefits of opening our mouths wide and letting God fill it. Benefits like a church home with a church family, peace in the midst of chaos, the ability to have a close or even closer relationship with the Lord through praying and Bible study in our secret place. The fact that as we live by faith, we can stand on the promises of Almighty God, knowing that He will not withhold anything that is good from us. 
I could go on and on with the benefits of opening our mouths wide and letting God fill it. In fact, the word of God says in Psalm 68, 19, Blessed be the Lord, who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation, Selah. The word benefit is defined as an act of kindness, a favor conferred. Psalms chapter 103, verses 1 and 2, the Bible says this, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Now verses 3 all the way down to verse 22, those verses, they give us several benefits that the Lord daily loadeth us up with. Let me read verses 3 through 9. We're talking about God here, the Lord. We just said, bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And then it begins to demonstrate them or tell us what the benefits are, at least some of them. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. Benefit after benefit after benefit. Psalm 103 continues, He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame. He remembereth that we are dust. That's a benefit. He knoweth our frame. He remembereth that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over it, and it is gone. And the place thereof shall know, or shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. That's a benefit. The mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto children's children, to such as keep his covenant and to those that remember his commandments to do them. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments. Hearken unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye hosts, <clears throat> excuse me, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his, 
that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Pilgrims, there are so many benefits to opening our mouths wide and letting the Lord fill it. Why in the world would we not open our mouth? Why would we not open our mouth wide? I mean, who in the history of the world would reject such an offer? Remember, at the beginning I shared with you that I missed out on the Eiffel Tower and other attractions in Paris, France, because I was ill. Yet this passage said, He healeth all our diseases. Which to me means I don't ever have to miss out on the blessings of God like I missed out on some attractions in Paris. Can you imagine rejoicing (laughs) such? Wow, what an offer. Rejoicing knowing that our mouths can be filled. But can you also imagine rejecting such an offer from Almighty God? Well, back in our main text, for this episode anyway, in Psalm 81, we left off with verse 10, which says, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. What a promise. And it should be open, and it should be an open and shut case right there, right? God spoke and made a tremendous offer of true benefits Of course, his people said right, right? Well, notice Psalm 81, verse 11. The Bible says, but, now when I see the word but, the conjunction but, I'm often afraid because usually that means we're about to have a shift. Sometimes it doesn't mean that, but usually it means we're going to have a shift. So he says in verse 10, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide and I will fill it. But my people would not hearken to my voice and Israel would none of me. What? Wait, why? Israel had history with the Lord. They could have looked back in their lives and the lives of their fathers And if they would have just stopped to do that, if they would have stopped to look back at the moments like Meribah, they would have seen the unseen hand of God all throughout their history, all throughout their story. I often say that if you you need your faith to be strengthened, you get to a point where you're like, I need my faith to be strengthened. Then I want to encourage you to look back to see the unseen hand of God and how he worked on your behalf, loading you with benefits in the past. Now, in the moment, his hand is unseen. But when we stop to look back, we see it clearly. We look back and see the unseen hand of God. In the moment, we are living by faith on this pilgrimage to heaven. We are living. Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please him. But we can look back. Somebody said again, hindsight is twenty-twenty. We can see the unseen hand of God when we look back. Why didn't Israel do that? Again, the Lord said, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide and I will fill it. 
Yet the Lord continued and he said, but my people would not hearken to my voice and Israel would none of me. Let that sink in. Israel would none of me. What? This hurts my heart. And I cannot imagine what the heart of God must have felt. But this podcast isn't for them, is it? It's for you. And it's for me. I wonder how the heart of God must feel when we reject opening our mouths wide, allowing God to fill it. We, when we would not hearken to his voice. And when he says about us, we would none of him. Psalm 81 verse 12 says, as a result of not wanting any of him, the Bible says, so I gave them up unto their own hearts lust. And they walked in their own counsels. Pilgrims, the point of this podcast is simple. Here's my one point. Open your mouth up wide and let God fill it. Don't miss out on the benefits, the blessings of God. Don't give Almighty God reason to give you up unto your own heart's lust. Again, the heartbreak of God must have been without measure. Notice what he says in verse 13. Oh, that my people had hearkened unto me, and Israel had walked in my ways. There's an exclamation point at the end of that verse. I'm not going to pretend to know how Almighty God said it, but no doubt an exclamation point is telling indeed. Oh, that my people had hearkened unto me, and Israel had walked in my ways. The Lord then shares with us some of the benefits that they missed out on in the verses, the final verses of Psalm 81. I should soon have subdued their enemies and turned my hand against their adversaries. The haters of God should have submitted themselves unto him, but their time should have endured forever. He should have fed them also with the fineness of the wheat and with honey out of the rock. Should I have satisfied thee? Should have, would have, could have, but he didn't. He didn't because Israel shut their mouths to the benefits and the blessings of Almighty God. Pilgrims, open your mouth wide and let God fill it. As a pastor who travels this country, my heart breaks at the heartaches all over America. And I'm talking about God's people. I am personally so tired of watching and hearing about teenagers taking their own lives by way of suicide. I'm talking about God's families. I weep over all the divorce that is destroying our homes. I'm talking about Christian homes all over the country. I'm so confused as to why college-age believers are fleeing the church for other denominations as if doctrine doesn't matter or some of them are fleeing the church altogether. John 10.10 10 says, The thief 
the thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I, Jesus says, am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Psalm 23 verse 5 ends with, my cup runneth over. Pilgrims, I'm sure at some point we'll take a closer look at Psalm 23. But for now, I want you to realize that we should be drinking from the saucer because our cups are running over. That's the abundant life. That's what Almighty God wants. So, open your mouth wide and let God fill it. Please reach out. If there's anything you need, if I can be a a help or a blessing to you, I would beg you to reach out. Until then, live by faith by opening your mouth wide and letting God fill it and never let up. Thank you for listening and I want to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends and family. We would not exist if it were not for pilgrims just like you. If you'd like to donate to help us with the cost of these productions, use Cash App at Peculiar Pilgrims and you won't regret it. Also, you can email us anytime with your compliments, complaints, critiques, and even criticism at peculiarpilgrimspodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, fellow pilgrims, never let up.